time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's your favorite time of the week. I know it. It's the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller. He's a registered financial consultant and the founder and president, you know this by now, of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Muir's Chapel Road and always online at Greensboro Retirement. That's GreensboroRetirement.com. Glenn, on the podcast today, we're going to talk about how to spot a bad advisor. And we know that you'll be an expert on this topic, not because you're a bad advisor, but because you're the opposite of that, obviously. And you've probably met Glenn before we dive into some of the signs to be on the lookout for. I'm sure you've met with a lot of people, and as you've reviewed their plans, you know, not to name any names here, but as you've reviewed their plans, you've probably come across a few situations where people have maybe been working with a bad advisor in some way, shape, or form? Well, Walter, you know, you, you do. I mean, you come across things, and I always try to look at it, and I really never like the idea of just, you know, calling and you know, saying, hey, well, you this is a bad person, or this is a bad this or that. I mean, you just want to say, you know, as what they are doing, is, is it really serving you, or is it not? You know, and so it's, I think of it in those terms, but yeah, I mean, there's certain things that are kind of red flags that say, huh, you know, is this somebody that I really ought to be working with, or do you know, they have my best interest at heart. Well, you bring up a great point that we need to clarify here as well. These signs that we're going to give you are not necessarily signs of a bad person, right? Not a bad advisor who's not, you know, on the lookout for you or is trying to dupe you or deceive necessarily. Now, some of them may apply, but more so this is the idea of this advisor is a bad fit for you, that you may not gel, that you may not see eye to eye on some of the important things in life and in financial planning. And so that's what we want to be keeping in mind here. It's not so much villain advisors, but more so a bad fit for your situation. And we'll try to give you some details on how you can tell the good ones who are a good fit for you from the bad ones. All right, so bad sign number one, Glenn, would be if the advisor has a long resume. Wouldn't that indicate a lot of experience? Why is a long resume bad? Well, Walter, I mean, you know, I mean, typically, I mean, if you're doing a good job and you're, you know, really taking care of clients, you know, I mean, you, you're going to be pretty stable, right? And if you're pretty stable, then you're, maybe you're adding things to what you do in your current position. But, you know, if you move from position to position and from place to place and, you know, from this, you know, institution to that institution or from this city to that city, it's just kind of a red flag. One of the main things that you're looking for when you're looking for a financial advisor is, you know, that stability, making sure that things that they are doing for you, you know, can stick. And it's like if they're having a challenging time, you know, staying in one place, then that's something that, you know, you want to kind of take a look at and say, you know, hey, you know, is there a reason for this long resume? You know, I mean, there there might be some things there that are not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, it's certainly, like I say, it's a red flag. I mean, because you're really wanting to make sure that when you're working with somebody that you have a plan that's built to last and that they're going to be there to help you, you know, through time. Always key, always important. So remember that bad sign number one, a long resume. Are you going to meet with somebody and work with them for that extended period of time? Very important to consider. Another bad sign, Glenn, that you might not be a, a good fit for an advisor is if they seem to be taking a one size fits all kind of approach. But how do you spot something like that? And why is that bad in the first place? Well, Walter, I mean, a one size fits all approach is not really uh, you know something that you're going to try to uh, 
go after as far as a plan that's at least built for you, right? I mean, there are certain things that are kind of universal, but but that's not like your entire plan. And when you you, know, you start seeing a theme of, and it kind of ties into some of the things that we're going to talk about you know, some more today, but that one-size-fits-all approach, you can kind of spot that when solutions start, you know, emoting very, very quickly in the process, right? Because it's like, well, we've got this super duper product or, you know, this, you know, this insurance policy or this investment or whatever that is going to cure all your ills. I mean, you know, that <laughs> it's one of those things. It's like, there are no such thing as a silver bullet. I mean, there's things out there that are very good, but typically they're good because they're a good fit. You know, there's almost nothing that is going to be, you know, a good product you know, for everybody or a good particular investment that's good for everybody because people have different time horizons. They have different risk tolerances. You know, they have a lot of different factors that, you know, that are there in their planning. So you want to really want to make sure that, you know, what you're getting ready to embark upon or what you already have as a plan, you know, is really built for you and not really a one size fits all. You also kind of come across these one size fits all. A lot of times when you're when you're listening to or you're watching like different TV shows, what I call the uh, financial entertainers, you know, when they say, well, everybody should do this and everybody should have one of these and nobody should ever do this. Well, those universal quantifiers and it's like always or never, you got to be careful with those because there are always exceptions to the rules. And it's a general rule of thumb, perhaps, but you know, you really want to make sure that what you're listening to is really, you know, for you. I mean, there's, you know, a lot of times, you know, I'm working with folks who, you know, they, they've spent their whole life and they've acquired, you know, some assets and they really are, you know, they're ready to retire. Well, they're not just everybody, right? I mean, when you're listening to those things, you know, it's like, well, everybody should do this and everybody should do that. Well, they're talking to the masses. And, you know, and most of the time, you know, we're, we're working a lot of times with folks who are, you know, are a little bit more affluent and, and have saved a bit more. And so their strategies are going to be a little different than that sometimes. Another great point. And so if you are working with an advisor who is promoting that one size fits all approach, you know, make sure that they're meeting your needs and customizing that plan for you. That should always be certainly a very big takeaway. Another bad sign that you might be working with a bad advisor, or at least an advisor who's not a great fit for you, is if that advisor is always in sales mode. Right. Right. Well, you know, I mean, and you can spot that from a mile away. You know, nobody wants to be sold, you know, anything. I mean, you know, people do like to buy things and they particularly like to buy things that, you know, if they've gone through a process and they, you know, they really learn about what they're looking, you know, to, you know, add to whatever it might be. It's for their financial life or, you know, something for the house or a car or whatever. They want to make sure that they're making a wise decision. And, you know, if somebody's trying to push, you know, a particular product, you can really sniff that out and you can tell. And oftentimes that comes in, you know, very early in the process. And you really want to make sure that when you're looking, you know, for advice and, you know, to have a plan that's going to last through time, you know, ought not to be, you know, looking at or, you know, talking to somebody who's really in sales mode. It should be more of a consultative approach. And it's like they're working with you, you know, and you, it's a team effort, right? I mean, they're gathering information, you know, determining what is it that you need, what's going to serve you best, and you know what's going to be the best fit for you and assist you in finding that versus, you know, hey, I've got this great thing that's it's going to be the best thing you've ever seen. And, you know, and if you don't act now, it's, you know, it might go away. I mean, those are the kind of things that I think everybody can kind of tell. And sometimes it's a little more subtle, but it's still there under the surface. And you've got to be aware of, you know, who are you talking to and are, are they working in your interest? key advice as always. And while we're on the subject of 
communication and conversations and those kinds of things. Another bad sign, now some of these you may find harder to spot. I mean, a one-size-fits-all approach, you know, if you're a novice at this whole financial planning thing, some advisors might be able to disguise that fact a little bit. Maybe you didn't know you can look up an advisor's resume, and so you don't know if they're going to be around for the long haul. You don't know that, you know, past history of that advisor. But some things are a little bit easier to spot. And this one, as is our final one here, Glenn, I think is an important one in particular. There should be a lot of information gathering about you in the meetings. So bad sign number four, very little information gathering occurring. That should pop up a red flag in your mind. Well, that's right, Walter. And it kind of goes back to, you know, somebody's always in sales mode or a one size fits all. You know, I mean, there's not any real need for gathering of information or learning about who you are and what your situation is. If they're going to be pitching you, uh, you know, a product, it's kind of like the old thing. It's just like if the only tool you have is a hammer, then everything looks like a nail. Right. So you don't need to gather information if that's you know what you're doing. There's financial salespeople and then there's consultants and advisors. Right. And unfortunately, sometimes, you know, those titles, you know, are put towards things and folks that may not really be, you know, in consultation mode or really advising. They might really be selling something. So you want to be you know watching out for that. But really, I mean, the information gathering, it, it's when you're sitting down with somebody and you're looking to really try to build a plan or to, you know, revamp your plan or, you know, to rejuvenate your plan, it's going to take some time. You know, it might take two or three meetings, you know, maybe, you know, an hour or more in, in each meeting. You know, I've had meetings that sometimes last two, two and a half, maybe even three hours. And we don't necessarily start off that way, but the conversation just leads us there. You know, more often, you know, than not, you know, we start off thinking, okay, well, we're going to have a little bit shorter conversation, but you want to make sure that you're spending the time to make sure that that advisor is, you know, really working with you. And if that advisor really ought to be making sure that they find out everything that they can about how to serve your needs best. And that's something that takes some time. And it becomes kind of obvious, you know, when that when that information gathering is there, you know, and the reason for it is, you know, hey, we've got to figure it out. We want to work together as a team. You know, we want to make sure that we get it right, not just get it done fast. Yeah, yeah. Get it right, not get it necessarily fast. That should always be valued over the other alternative, that's for sure. Well, Glenn, this is very helpful. How to spot a bad advisor, an advisor who's not a good fit for you. Let me ask to wrap up for the week, does it work in the reverse when you're meeting with clients or potential clients, folks, you know, looking to learn more about their financial situation? Are there times where you'll identify to somebody, hey, we're not a great fit for each other? Or it's the reverse. Hey, we're, we see eye to eye. We have a great fit on these things. Do you evaluate this from your side of the equation as well? Oh, absolutely, Walter. I mean, you know, th- there are times when folks come in and they're just looking, hey, I want to buy this product or, hey, I, I, you know, I want to make sure that I get, you know, this rate of return. And I'm, you know, and that, this is my opinion about the market. And I think we can do this and I can do that. And it's like, well, you know, I mean, if you're in that mode, it's like you don't need me. Right. There are plenty of folks out there that will sell you whatever it is that you're looking to buy. Or maybe you can even, you know, depending upon what you're looking for, you might maybe you can just do it with, you know, an online broker or something like that. There are times when, you know, when I when I have those kinds of conversations and 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 I'm the first one to say, you know, hey, I I don't think we're probably a good fit. I mean, there are other folks that you may want, you know, want to go talk to or, or do some additional research. But, you know, really what I'm looking to try to do is, you know, to make sure that we, you know, we've got, a, you know, something that's going to last you through time and, you know, bring you the retirement 
retirement years that you want to have rather than you know just having a, a kind of a financial itch so to speak that it's like hey I want to go buy this or I want to go do that well then you know that's something that is never going to be a good fit with somebody that I'm working with because there's going to be cycles of life you know different things are going to happen in life there's going to be cycles in the economy and you want to make sure that you have a plan that is going to last through time through the ups and downs the goods the bads and even just when things are just kind of going along you know just calmly and you know and just kind of moving sideways and you just want to make sure that there's a plan in place that's going to you know address your needs through all of that and that's more of what I do but there are a lot of folks out there that are looking for something else and that's I guess what makes the world go round there's <laughs> there's a lot of different places to turn and there's never a lack for information I mean all you have to do is turn on the TV or your computer and there's lots of places that you can go and turn to. Yeah, that's a great point, Glenn. And if you are in a situation where you're looking to work maybe with an advisor or you've interviewed a couple of advisors and you're realizing that maybe some of them uh, might not be a great fit for you because of some of the things we've talked about on today's show, come in, meet with Glenn, have a conversation about your plan and your situation, and he'll be able to help guide you and see if you are a good fit for one another to help get you to and through where you want to be in retirement. 336-291-3535 is your number to call to reach Glenn. That's 336-291-3535. You can also find him online at greensbororetirement.com. That's greensbororetirement.com. Look for the button that says free consultation at the bottom of the page. You can schedule a time to meet right there from your smartphone or computer. That's all on greensbororetirement.com. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's podcast. We'll have another show next week. Very good, Walter. Take care. You do as well. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Strohold. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time on the Retirement Roadmap. 